Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Welcome to The Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. All right, we are live here from South Florida. Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer in South Florida, founder of the Ignite Network. You all know me. Take a moment or two in whatever platform you're watching this to go ahead and share, 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 share. We're going to be tackling some prophetic topics, some sensitive topics. Some of this might make some people mad. Uh, Usually most of what we say makes somebody mad, Uh, but we are going to dive right in because Apostle Jonathan Stidham, who's with me on the other side here, I'm going to bring him on in just a moment. He has been very accurately prophesying. I'm not going to call it a prediction. I'm going to call it a prophecy. Uh, You know, pundits and uh, scholars make uh, predictions Uh, These are prophetic unctions, prophetic encounters, prophetic words that he's received that have been spot on accurate. I'll just say before I bring them on, the first one, this first earthquake prophecy that I personally heard him release. I was in Atlanta. We were launching. He was there with me, uh, helping me to launch the Awakening House of Prayer in Atlanta. And he said, there's going to be an earthquake. And I'll let him tell you about this. But then it happened. And everyone was like, whoa, because it's not normal to see earthquakes uh, in uh, the Atlanta area, and then it it went on from there, it rippled. So let me just introduce Apostle Jonathan Stidham. Say hello. Tell them how they can find you. Hello, hello. Thanks again for having me. It's always an honor, and I appreciate it. Um, if you want to find me, you can go to jsglobal.org, and that's actually where I release all the prophetic words that God has been giving me. So. Amen, amen. And they are all documented mm-hmm. uh, right there, and really— it's what we call uh, having receipts so that you prophesy yeah. something because we all know that there are some prophets who will backdate things. They will uh, they will they will see a disaster, an earthquake or something good. And then they'll say, well, I prophesied that first, but it's nowhere to be found. It's never been on their website. Suddenly it appears and it's backdated from wherever. But people can actually track with your website anytime they want. They get on your mailing list and they can see that this was actually posted when it was posted. There is a timestamp. And so I like that about you, the integrity of just keeping track of these things. And you know what? And we never go into something thinking we're wrong, but we always, um, if we are wrong, then we're going to admit it. And, and that's right. what I'll say about Apostle John. I've not, not known him to be wrong yet, but I know if he was wrong, 
uh, he would he would admit it. You know, everybody has the capacity to miss it. We never go in sure. thinking we're going to miss it. And so we go from there. But talk to me about these earthquake prophecies. How did this like it's it's very controversial to prophesy about earthquakes to begin with, because some people say it's the judgment of God. But how did how did this it's like a trend with you? You're 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 seeing these things and they're happening. Yeah. You know, I I've, honestly, as I was just hanging out with the Lord, um, I just began to hear this rumble. And I asked God, AJ, I said, what is this rumble, Apostle Jennifer? I said, and yeah. he began to speak to me. He said, I want you to prophesy that earthquake. This was 12-5. On 12-5, he said, I want you to prophesy earthquakes are coming. And then he spoke something to me that made my head spin. He said, but it's not my judgment. Yeah. And I said, oh, goodness, God, <laughs> oh, here we go. You know, because you do have that side that God's angry and he's always judging and he's always. And um, and so right, wrong and different. He just that's what he spoke to me. And and these these have been uh, encounters. In fact, I want to say something about the integrity of prophecy. In fact, for the last six months, the Lord has spoken to me and I, I he told me every time that I prophesied to send it into national news media. Yeah. So I, I love that every single word. So there's no retraction. You know what I mean? Like it, like you said, it's easy. Like if you prophesy in your home church or something, you can retract it or yeah. you can like delete it off of. No, I've been sending every single word documented to main national level news outlets uh, because the Lord spoke to me, said we're coming into the era where the government and the news will call on the prophets. Yes. Call on the prophets of the Lord and they will say what is going to come? What is going to come? Yeah, and I just have to interject here because I wrote an article, I want to say it was about two years, maybe three years ago, and the right-wing watch and all the heresy hunters really got upset. But I said, you know, the the mainstream media needs prophets instead of psychics because we see all these psychics on there and they're consulting what's going to happen. But we need to get such a credibility and an integrity in the prophetic ministry that they'll actually call the prophet. So when you told me, like, I don't know, a month or two ago that you were doing this, I was like, that is so Excellent. And I need to start doing that as well. And I think that every prophet who's listen, you, you need to be sure that you're hearing from the Lord. Otherwise, you're going to ruin the ruin the credibility of the whole prophet. Don't just be sending willy nilly words. But if you if you're sure that you heard from the Lord, this might be something that we should all start doing, because mm. eventually the news media is going to have to start noticing. Wait a second. These guys are, are seeing things. So I love that strategy. Come meet the man who knows everything about me. Yes, I love that. And, me, and, and win a whole city, you know? You know what? The problem in the 1950s, we can get to the prophetic thing, but it, um, this is on me right now. In the 1950s, um, they they didn't document the miracles and the words, and there was no, no like, they would say that there's that it happened amongst the common people, like notable people. In fact, one of the only notable recordings of a major healing was the governor in Georgia, which is really crazy. But wow. uh, in the 1950s, the miracle, uh, you know, rounds that were taking place and throughout the earth. And, and because there wasn't no, no notoriety or people of nobility that were, uh, that this was happening months, it kind of, it didn't get the publicity that it needed. And the Lord is really speaking. We're not guessing. This isn't a guessing thing. This is the sure word of the Lord and God saying, put it out there so that it gets the attention of the people. 
Because believe yeah. it or not, we're not, we don't have a maximum amount of time. We need to make effective impact and we need to be intentional about the releasing of these words. But when the Lord yeah. spoke to me, Apostle Jennifer, about this rumbling that was going to take uh, occurrence, I had no clue the magnitude of earthquakes that would begin to happen. But yeah. I released this word about these earthquakes, followed by a word about Israel and the Queen of England. And we can get to That's those right. later if you want. Um, and then this began to happen. But the Lord told me that the 2019 would be a John 3, 8 year. It would be the year of the wind. And, and the Bible says in John 3, 18 that the sons and daughters follow the wind. And those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And yes. he comes to Luke and he began to speak to me in Luke 19 and verse 40, he said, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road will burst out into cheers. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, the, the problem with my sons and daughters is they become complacent in their victory. And wow, instead, that's of, instead of being intentional to to accelerate, intentional to advance the kingdom, intentional to, to move throughout all the earth. You know, it happened in Acts 1-8. Jesus says, when my spirit comes upon you, you'll be my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all the world. And then the Acts 2 happens. Thousands and thousands. In fact, the church is bigger than it's ever been. 15, 20,000 people are saved in Jerusalem. Acts chapter 8, they're still in Jerusalem. And they never went to Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the yeah. world. Their complacency called them to become stagnant. And and so Saul of Tarsus comes through, begins to kill him, and the Bible says, and they begin to scatter, scatter and build yeah. the mandate on and the Lord, that's what the Lord spoke to me. He said, These earthquakes is a wake-up call to my body that they would awaken. And this is not a time to be silent. This is not a time to be stagnant. He said, I will cause the earth to worship me and the earth to wow. grow me and the earth to make an utterance whenever my body gets quiet. And I believe we're wow. living in this time where the glory of God is uh, wanting to, to, to manifest on the church like never before, but we don't need a quiet church. There are things that are happening that I was watching that kid that was 11 years old and his parents let him dress drag and go, go dance at a game. Yeah. And these grown yeah. men are throwing money at him and it grieved the spirit inside of me. And I said, Holy spirit. He said, don't be quiet. He said, because if you're going to be quiet, I'll make the ground begin to prophesy that this grieved me. Yeah. 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 That's really good. Well, and you know, the, the, the Bible does speak of uh, all creation. You know, the creation is groaning for the mm -hmm. manifestation of the yep. sons of God. And yep. those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. So I love that the year of the wind, I decree it yes. in the name of Jesus. And so these earthquakes, it's a sign. It's a sign of the times. I'm not saying it's judgment. I don't believe it's the judgment of God. I do believe that God is a judge, but I think that a lot of things sure. that are uh, called judgment are just uh, reaping what we sow. Uh, but it is a sign. It, you know, it's a sign. Uh, and if you go and you read the word of God, I don't know if any of you out there have ever done a study on signs, but, you know, there's signs and there's wonders. And, and you see this over and over and over again. Sometimes mm -hmm. people are signs. Sometimes uh, manifestations are signs. Sometimes uh, wonders are actually signs. And so go and study because this, I believe, is a sign of the times. God is using this. Uh, to to make us go, hmm, to make us say, what is going on? I mean, when yes. the secular media begins to report on things, the, they don't know they're reporting on things the Lord is allowing. They don't know that they're reporting on a sign, but that's exactly what's happening. And when right. the prophets begin to speak and interpret the signs, you know, the sons of Issachar understood the times, they understood right. the seasons, but I believe that there's a there, there are times and seasons prophets and there's signs and wonders prophets in terms of being able to interpret what God is doing through a thing. And that is something that I've 
uh, dived into throughout my years of writing is to look at a current event, to look at a piece mm-hmm. of news, to look at a, uh, at, a, at an event in the body of Christ and say, what does this mean? Prophetically interpreting these signs. So I love how you've dived into that and expressed it. I do believe that we've got to be those who, uh, you know, I know that you don't watch the news a lot. I know that you told me uh, in a previous broadcast, you don't watch the news a lot, but people send you things and you don't watch the news so that you can keep that pure mentality. Now, I, by contrast, have to admit that being in the news industry all my life, first as a secular journalist, And then as editor of Charisma, I was in the news all the time. So because, listen, because I could not avoid by virtue of my occupation, because God actually sent me to stand on that media mountain where the news was, I took an opposite tack of you. I began to prophesy through the news and use the news as a a way to inform my prayer and to prophesy into the news. So, you know, if you're one who who is a news junkie, don't let that deter you prophesy look for the signs in the news and prophesy out of that apostle stigma is a little different he uh he course sort of sanctifies and secludes himself from that and then he's able to prophesy without any foreknowledge of anything that's going on i think that's awesome yeah i think both ways work and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because the last thing i want to do is really make people feel uh, condemned for the way god uses them we're all unique and god uses us all differently so i really appreciate that because that's a great expression of love but it brought me to this place in malachi 4 because the lord told me that that 2019 would be the year of family and the year where sons and daughters are led by the wind this would be the year Good. of the wind and the bible says and you don't know where it's going to go but it's it's the advancing of the kingdom because the wind or the spirit the ruach of god always causes the advancing of the kingdom where people begin to do miracles signs and wonders but i was in dallas and this is this, they're documenting this right now it's bright it's sunny clouds are clear they're not there's no there's no uh sign of rain and they say the weather has it and i literally spoke i said the the lord told me his glory was going to fall and what was really cool is this guy who was having a heart attack ended up getting raised up lots of crazy miracles but i spoke and, and the lord told me he said prophesy to the rain and i spoke to the clouds apostle jennifer and i said god i command precipitation to infiltrate these clouds and i commanded the rain as a sign the glory is going to come it's rained for two days in dallas now literally for two wow. days rain non-stop for two days and, and the lord spoke to me he said this is the sign of sons and daughters malachi 4 that before the coming of the lord the it will be like the prophet elijah again remember malachi 4 yes. 5 and i'm sending you the prophet elijah before the great and dreadful day or day of the lord arise and then john the bible says and john came in the spirit and the character of elijah now i don't believe that in, your people are going to walk around with the mantle of elijah but i believe the spirit and the character of sonship that was marked by the ministry of Elijah, who was literally the only prophet who in the Bible recorded him handing off his yeah. mantle to a son, is is landing on us in 2019. That just like Elijah said, go and watch for the cloud to form. And his servant kept coming back until he said, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. He said, it's going to rain. You got to run. Those type of miracles, those type of prophetic utterances are landing on the sons and daughters in this hour. And we will begin to declare, we begin to prophesy with the wind. We will line our voice up with the wind and we will see great manifestations begin to happen on earth. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's really good. Well, you know, in, in this in this case, you, you won't see your words fall to the ground. If you're prophesying with the wind, you right. won't see your words that's 
fall to the ground. You know, we we have this saying in Christianity, we say, well, there's a lot of wind on that, you know, and that means there's, there's an anointing, there's a grace, there's, there's something on that, there's weight on that. And I believe, you know, I was, I'm part of the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders. And one of the things that we spoke about um, behind closed doors, and I can mention a little bit of it that's not private, but um, part of it is the prophets are really entering into governmental arenas. And I know that I've seen this happen in my life, both in the U.S. and in different nations, being invited into governmental facilities to prophesy. I've got an invitation to go to London and prophesy and pray individually with some of the parliament members. And so this is something. So we're we're not just prophesying any longer about uh, you know, government. We're going to prophesy into government, even at a personal mm-hmm. level, secret missions and these kinds of things. It doesn't relate directly to what you're saying, but it brought my attention around because you prophesied about the, the governor of Kentucky, yep. uh, and that came to pass as well. Then you mentioned the Queen of England as well. Now I prophesied to the Queen, and you're prophesying about the Queen. So there's Come that on. governmental, yeah, Come that's on. the governmental element. Oh yeah, it is. It was cool. So so there's this governmental <laughs> element coming on to. Uh, the prophets. I'm sorry, and that prophets. was so nonchalant. That was cool. Anyway, anyway it's, well, it's you know what? Yeah, well, it, it, it was. That's just how we roll, you know. No, but it was yeah. a great honor, and it was yeah. a great surprise. I wasn't expecting it, but um, you know, and and that's the way it's going to be with a lot of stuff. God's going to send His prophets into arenas. It's going to be instant. You know, I was in another nation, and I got invited to go into the presidential palace, and it was just a suddenly. This was not something that was planned. Somebody said, "Hey, do you want to go do this?" And I'm like, uh. Yeah. And so and so we did and actually began to decree, began to declare and saw actual law shift after yeah. I left. I just met a friend of mine from uh, from this uh, this uh, nation that I was in. So these are going to be things we're going to be seeing a lot of wind, a lot of authority on the prophets that are really keeping their ear to the heartbeat of Jesus. You know, and Apostle Jennifer, I, the Lord is really gracing prophets with that Nathan wisdom that yes. are able to advance things with wisdom. And let's leave the judgment to God and let's do our part. And our part in the prophetic community is to advance. It's God's, it's God's part to judge. It's our part. We are called to advance. And That's so right. Nathan was so strategic when he was talking to David. I know that God just spoke to Nathan and said, the brother just sinned, committed adultery, killed a man, go tell him. And Nathan had such wisdom inside yes. him that he was able to address David in a way that he owned it and brought transformation. The Nathan wisdom that's in the wind. Oh, that's powerful. There's Nathan wisdom in the wind that's coming to the (laughs) prophetic community. There's a Nathan wisdom in the wind that's coming to the prophetic community where God's going to allow you to see certain things. And then he's going to cause you to advance it versus declare the judgment by it. Because we still got to... a nation to win. Your your family's got to be one. Your your street has to be one to Jesus. We need this thing to continue to advance until the coming of the Lord. So. Yeah, and you know what? And it comes down to, and I've taught on this here and there, but the statesmanship and the diplomacy of a prophet. You know, we we have in America we have the Secretary of State, which is the ultimate diplomat, but we also have diplomats to four nations. They have diplomats in our nation from four nations. And there's a certain statesmanship. There's a certain uh, a diplomacy to a diplomat. And I think as prophets, we need to choose our words wisely. We need to choose our term, our timing wisely. Uh, the way that you released the word uh, about the earthquakes, um, it was it was done with a maturity. It was done with a diplomacy. It was done in a way that people could not take what you're saying out of context. It was clear. It was not ambiguous. And I think that the, these are these are the signs of a prophet that God can trust 
when yes. we begin to have more concern about the word than about our name. Because once we start prophesying to make a name for ourselves, we, we're, 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 we're uh, how do I say we're dinging? That's not, that's too casual of a word, but we're, you know, God is, is revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And when we're yes. doing prophetic ministry to serve the Lord, we engender a, a greater trust with him. And then we can prophesy to and about Queens and, and in the wind and, and our words yeah. will not fall to the ground. Yes. Amen. And, and we're going to continue to hear. There's several things the Lord's been speaking to me um, in two, about 2019, specifically government. And I want to get with you privately and we can kind of work through releasing these things. Um, and, and that's and I want to speak just briefly about, you know, every word that I've got quintessentially I've, I've submitted those to, even to you and to other people before I've released these because of and I, and I want to say that because I think a lot of people you're so loose. Um, and, I, and I'm seeing it so much. You're so loose in the way you release things and even how you're correcting people on Facebook through prophetic utterance. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and I believe that there has to be that Nathan wisdom that's in the wind, the accountability of your prophetic words. And that is another element. When I began to submit those words and say, what do you think about this? Like the Kavanaugh prophecy scared, scared me. <laughs> I remember that. It, not only that, but like the Lord told me who was going to win the horse race on the same day that Kavanaugh was elected and the horse yeah. name started with a K. Like, yeah. like, it scared the daylights out of me. And because of what happened, it, it, the, the, the Supreme Court ended up getting pushed to the same date as the Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby that was going to let off. So it was just a wild. But I had to submit that. I said, what do you want me to do with this? Because this is what I got. And uh, Apostle Jennifer's always pushing me. So she's like, I'm just <laughs> on charisma. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> she's like, no, listen, if you're going to. But you know what that did to me was it gave me the confidence to, be, to begin to release these words on national news. That yeah. push to say, you know what? Sink or swim. Like, you either heard God or you didn't. <laughs> Hey, that, that's the way I roll, man. That's the way I roll. When I had the presidential prophecy, uh, when uh, Trump got elected and the Jezebel prophecy the day after that, you know, I got I got used to it. So I was just indoctrinating you into my into my media world there. But <laughs> but you but you were swimming and you're soaring now. And, you know, I believe your voice needs to be heard. And I know that you're going to steward the gift. Well, you're, you're a, a real, you know, James Gall. Has said, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I'm saying it to give you a to, to give you a boost, really. But James Gall, he says this all the time that I'm a prophetic prodigy in my generation, and I would say to you that you're a prophetic prodigy in your generation. And I know that we're not having a mutual uh, uh, pat on the back club here, but it really does take uh, a tremendous character um, to steward these sorts of gifts and know when to say something and when not to. So, um, yeah, tell us about the Queen. I want to hear about the Queen. Yeah, you know, the Lord spoke to me, and He said that. Um, at the, the at the death of the queen, there would begin to be alignments that would burst forth on the earth, and you would see alignments, and they would t- these alignments would turn towards America. They would literally wow. turn towards America. And in fact, you're gonna you're gonna see. Oh, this is hitting me Ta-da, hard. See, should I just release it? You're Go for it. A split in the United Nations. Wow. Yeah, you are. And, and and he said to watch the crown when the crown falls meaning when she dies, not literally England falling, but when she passes right. away, it's it's going to be a sign on earth 
that there are going to begin, there are going to be covenants made and allies made against America. But the Lord spoke to me, he said, he said that if we would heed to the groaning of the ground, the earthquakes, and we would arise, the sons and the daughters would arise in this hour, that not one missile would touch American soil. Not one, not one. He would cause a quaking in these nations that rose up against America. Wow. You see, and this is really an important thing I want to point out to all of you out there who may be prophets or prophetic people. I'm going to put my teacher's hat on right now. God, whenever he gives a word like that, whenever he gives a word of warning or something that sounds imminent or dangerous or scary, he always provides a way of escape. I always teach my prophets that if you're going to release a word of warning, you need to release a prayer strategy with it. If you're going to release something that's going to shake up people, going to scare them, going to make them angry, whatever it is, going to elicit strong emotion beyond knowing that you're accurate, you need to release a prayer strategy with it. So with the Kavanaugh word, you actually released, like I think, five points of prayer uh, with it. And you just gave the way of escape. When you prophesied about the queen, notice that he just gave the way of escape. He said, if my people pray. Now, some prophets can use this just as complete a cop out because they'll say, well, nobody prayed. But that's not the spirit of what Apostle John is saying here. He's he, he's giving a very, very explicit word. You'll be able to know that it's true because there will be missiles that try. There will be talk of missiles coming. There'll maybe yeah. be, who knows, some sort of a space, you know, Star Wars kind of missile deflection thing. I don't know if they call those. The, like well, the Israel I, has, I but they don't. I also saw something like an attack on satellites as well. Wow. So, so a lot of people thought, you know, I, I, I vaguely heard, and I don't know what's going on with it now, but I, I, a lot of people were talking about this Trump um, space thing. Okay, so I began to inquire t- to God. I said, what is this? And the Lord literally showed me a vision of launchings against satellites. And if, if you understand what that would do, that would literally cripple a an, nation if satellites went down. You're talking about your yeah. electronics, your GPSs, your signals, your Wi-Fis, your cellular devices. It would cripple them. And so yeah. um, I, I, I inquired the Lord about that. But you are right. And I do agree with that, that we should always end with hope. Because Jesus yep. is the hope of glory. So That's when right. we're prophesying, it should end with hope. And so what I wanted to say was two things. You will hear of these rumors. You will hear, you will see these alignments, these covenants. You will see, even in the United Nations, you will see that that friction of causing division. But I'm telling you, this is the year of sons and daughters. This is the year of true family, that people are going to run with kingdom alignments, and they're going to run hard. And, and there's going to be a kingdom advancing. And when this takes place, we're going to triumph because we're releasing the wind now. We're telling people now. Amen. Amen. And that's part of the prophet's calling is to forewarn. You know, the Bible says, believe the prophets and you shall prosper. Well, it's not right. just talking about money. You know, we, we hear that word prosper, prosperity, and we immediately think money. But there's a lot of other ways to prosper. We prosper in our soul. We prosper in our health. We prosper in our relationships and our families. Yes. And so, you know, we, we, you know we, need to, we need prophets who we can believe. But then when we find yeah. prophets, we, we believe we need to believe the prophets. You know, Chuck Pierce is one that has just been historically known to be very, very, very accurate with his words. And he's given yeah. me words. And, and I had to actually repent to the Lord because he gave me one word that I sat on for a year wow. and didn't do with it everything I needed to do with it. And so wow. you're going to be hearing more about that soon. But, you know, he gave us the word about our building collapsing. And so I knew crazy. that I knew that I knew. Yeah, it was crazy. Awakening House of Prayer building collapses. Chuck gives us the word. But because I believed what he said about the glory, I believe what he yeah. said about the harvest. I believe these things. We ended up getting in another building and taking a huge risk, a huge leap of faith because of the word. And so when you hear these words people of god 
Put your faith on it. If it bears witness with you, put your faith on it. Prepare, you know, pray, um, be, be, be alert, be wise and, and look for other points of confirmation with other prophets. There's a collective prophetic voice arising where, yes, many people in different nations may have different perspectives and different prophecies, but there's a collective prophetic voice rising. It's going to confirm one another and it's not going to be copycats. I'm not talking about the copycat prophets. I'm talking about a collective voice that runs together, prays together, hears together. They may even be in different nations, but there's a there's the same spirit is what I'm saying. That's right. That's exactly right. And the Bible actually speaks. It says, woe unto those who steal the prophecies and prophets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woe unto them. And, and I think it speaks to this. Like, we all have to know our measure. And in fact, God kind of just really, when when we aligned um, together, I got this, this thrust into this governmental thing hit me. Okay. So I was really leaning more regionally, personally, and then this governmental thrust hit my belly. And this is such the importance of knowing who you run with, knowing what you're aligned with, right? And so, like, this thrust hit me, and I just kind of got shoved into God just speaking to me about government. I really had no desire. Um, wow. now, all of a sudden, every time I turn around, people are prophesying. Prophes- I just got a word the other day. Um, and it's it's not just that people of God. God is going to start using people to track down missing children. He's going to yes. use you to track down uh, um, these, these sex trafficking arenas. God is going to use his sons and daughters. And I remember one time I was speaking and I was declaring something. I think it was a healing or a miracle. And, and, and what I was declaring came to fruition. And I came to the Lord and I was like, oh, God, look, you know, I, I come to you as your servant, the prophet. He said, you didn't do that as a prophet. You did that as a son. And it wow. he said, your mantle will never be bigger than sonship. And so it's so important because there are many of you that just because you prophesy doesn't make you a prophet, but it doesn't mean the spirit of prophecy doesn't want to rest on you to prophesy to governments and to regions and to ambassadors and to churches and to ministries. God still wants to use you. This is the hour that sons and daughters are led by the wind. So Yes. Yes. Well, you know, the Bible says that in the last days, you know, he'll pour out his spirit on all flesh and the sons and daughters shall prophesy. So the sons, the mature Christians, God can trust you You not to be a prophet to prophesy. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. I'm going to say it one more time. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. Bill Hammond, my spiritual father, has, uh, uh, you know, activated over 350,000 people trained and activated. And it's absolutely nuts. And the Nabi prophet. So you don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. And I believe in these last days, we're all going to have to do uh, more to cultivate that prophetic spirit because we're going to have to. I think some of the things we're moving into, you know, Isaiah speaks of a time of great darkness with great light. And so I believe certain parts of society are going to get darker. There's going to be things that we need to shed the light into through the prophetic word that salvation will depend on it. So we're moving into a time, you know, part of the, the, the thrust of this broadcast is what's next. I think we're moving into a time where prophets are going to have to be sharper. This mates, dates, and babies, and cars and houses stuff is going to just have to, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but my God, that's low level. I mean, if, if you don't know, who, if you've got to have a prophet to tell you who your mate's going to be, you know, you, you need to be spend more time with the Lord, for crying out loud. We're coming into a time where the prophets are going to be sharper, prophesying into governments, prophesying with greater authority. Uh, there's uh, The Lord spoke to me. I haven't shared this anywhere. You're going to hear it first, right here. The Lord showed me that there's going to be Renaissance prophets rising. And I haven't even studied mm. that out. But a Renaissance person, is it's, it's it was a transitional time. It was, and, and, and so... 
it, it was a time of, of great creativity and inspiration. A year ago, the Lord told me he was going to give prophets creative license. That doesn't yes. mean to make up his words, but it means there's going to be a creativity. There's going to be w- ways that prophets are going to be expressing themselves that are different yes. uh, than what we've seen in the past. But there's going to be a greater weight, a greater authority. And, you know, the prophets that are really prophesying the word of the Lord, there's going to be a real separation between the sheep prophets and the goat prophets. Yeah. And, and yeah. really, you could say the true and the false, but not all goat prophets are false prophets. Some goat prophets, they're just, they're, they're bitter. They're angry. Uh, they're, they're, they're disgruntled. They're not necessarily false. They're just always on Facebook rebuking somebody. They're not really prophesying. All they're prophesying is a rebuke towards somebody because they're not doing what they think they should do. So, but we're seeing there's going to be a real separation. It's the goat prophets and the sheep prophets, those who spend time with the Lord and those who just yeah. copy and those who prophesy out of hurts and wounds is coming. You're going to, if you can't already see it, the distinction is going to be so great in the years ahead it's, it's going to be purely evident unless you yeah. just want to be deceived you will see it yeah you know i, I am so I, i've i've literally been seeing this unfold and that is and that is a word apostle jennifer and i think that really needs to get out you know the lord took me to second kings and i believe it's chapter five or six and remember when elisha god uses elisha to heal the man with leprosy let the man turns around and says well let me sow into your life let me give you money and clothes and food and elisha said yeah. it's not time for that right now but his yeah. servant goes behind his back and he does it anyway and he says now you'll be struck down with leprosy so yeah. i was reading this and the lord said my prophets are rising up with my heart and he spoke to me and he said will i not take care of you if you just obey me and this yeah. merchandising spirit is the prophets of God are going to be delivered from this merchandising spirit. God <laughs> will take care of you. He is more than sufficient to give you the wealth of this world if you'll just obey him. He'll feed yeah. you by sparrow one day and he'll give you houses uh, and rooms that you didn't build the next. And and so we have to be able to carry not every time. I mean, uh, you just it, we've made it all about economy and wealth and riches. And I'm sorry, there's some of you that are going to pass away and you're going to pass away with your riches and not with Jesus. And you prophets better get it right and stop merchandising and you better get it right and stop taking advantage of God's people. You're leaving them broke. You're leaving God's houses broke while you get millions. And then all you do is sit on Facebook and chastise and judge people and, and condemn people. And you're not prophesying one thing that's coming to pass. It's not right, but you are right. The the true sons of Samuel arise up with Nathan wisdom in the wind, just like John, just like Elijah. This is all just unfolding right in front of our eyes. It's a great time to be alive. It really is. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is. Well, do you have any final comments? You got anything else you want to share? Anything, any kind of unction that uh, is burning? Um, I, I, well, I was going to share more. I wanted to really talk about the earthquakes. Um, oh, let's do that. Well, then. you know, the, in 2019, the Lord did tell me that it would be marked by unusual wind, unusual wind. So, like, I, I prophesied about the earthquakes, but the Lord told me that unusual wind. Now, here's the crazy thing: in 2018, not one tornado of catastrophe was actually reported. That's not happened hmm. since 1950. Now watch this. 1950. Wow. That was the insurgency of the prophetic, the miracles, the miracle crusades, the prophetic crusades that were hitting. And the Lord told me the wind cycles things back into the realm of earth. So he said, number one, you would see great winds blow on the earth. It would be marked by unusual wind. You're going to hear the wind blowing and shaking things. And the news is going to report. So watch that. But it's a sign that he's cycling back. 
the movement of the miracles, the movement. Uh, you're going to, I mean, I'm talking about like the ones that fill stadiums, the prophetic movement that drew crowds because of the accuracy and the authenticity of Jesus Christ being shown. So watch in 2019, it will be the year of the wind. There is a major wind that's going to hit the earth, that's going to mark the earth. You're going to hear them talking about the wind and even wind that shakes houses, wind that shakes regions. But God said through this, I'm, mm. I'm cycling back to the 1950s, the 1970s, the 1980s. These miracles, all of these movements are recycling through the wind back on earth. Wow, 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 wow. You know, the Lord showed me about, my gosh, I want to say... Four or five years ago when I wrote the next great move of God and I interviewed so many leaders and did so much study of revival history and the Lord showed me there was coming a movement and this might be part of what you're seeing or maybe a precursor to what you're seeing that I may be I may be further out I don't know. But there's coming a movement that would be so great. It'd be like the voice of healing movement wrapped up in the Jesus people movement wrapped up in the charismatic movement wrapped up. So there will be this movement that had elements of all these previous movements. It's almost like a like a like an explosion of past movements coming together. It's going to I think that'll be the last the last great move of God. And I don't know when we'll see it, but I believe that we're seeing now so much talk about the another Jesus movement. Lou Ingalls prophesying it or declaring it. Uh, Others are as well. And I think that's what I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing these things recycle, come into maturity. And then I believe there'll be a final explosion where there's people of different demographics, different age groups, Mm -hmm. different denominations, relatabilities. And we're going to see this uh, mass rumbling uh, in a good way. Come on, prophesy that rumble. (laughs) Uh, I want to say one thing and I'll be done. Um, You don't the spirit of competition be delivered from the spirit of competition in the prophetic movement. It's better to get one word and be right and on the money than to try to get 20 and be partially right in all of them. That's right. And so I, I don't know why I wanted to release that for some of you, because I know there's just this influx, just people are releasing. It actually makes me kind of sick to my stomach how much prophecy is always being released. Like, my goodness, is there any time for this to mature, to to settle and to, to grow, to gain authority? But um, don't get sucked into that. Get the word of the Lord. God wants to speak to you and he wants to release things through you. That is a good word. That's a really good word. Some people release words every day, and I'm not saying they're not of the Lord, but what's happening is you almost get diluted. It almost get it almost carries I believe it's more potent, you know, when you don't have as much of yeah. it. It's kind of like, you know, if you eat M&Ms every day, you're going to get sick of them. And I'm never saying we're sick of the word of the Lord, but we do see that. Of course, this time of the year, everybody's got a word, and and that's good. And what I want to say about all these words um, is that – you know, you can release a word, and I, my word is the year of the decree. I just got my books in today. I don't know where one of them is, but the year of the decree. And God showed me this. He demonstrated it to me first. This is how he always does it. Every year, Apostle John, every year, he demonstrates it in my life, that last quarter, starting with the Jewish New Year. He will begin to demonstrate the prophetic word in my life. Wow, I'll become, I will powerful. walk in the word every that's year. Powerful. And so I'm releasing it now, and I'm releasing it not out of oh, this is just another gimmick. This is a word. This is something I've been walking in for the last three months. Now I want the body to walk in it. So yeah. it's the year of the decree. But let me just say this. That's a, that's a principle and that's a truth. 
But every one of these words of the years you hear from people might not be for you. Okay, you've got to parse these. It doesn't bear witness with you. A corporate word doesn't mean it's for every single person in the corporation. It just means that it's for enough people that the Lord wants it released. And then I will say that there's probably some people that just make stuff up. And this is my my word for the year. Okay, well, you know, because it's a trend. And I actually resisted. Sharing a word of the Lord for years. I even worked for Charisma. I had a major platform, and for years, I did not actually share a word from the Lord. And I did it all because I was, I, it did, it turned to my stomach. And the Lord finally started saying, I want you to share this. And so that's why I do it. But, you know, you have to listen. It's the year of the wind. I believe that is a that's a word for everybody. I believe the year of the decree, that's a word for everybody. Mm-hmm. I believe that's, that, that, I know that it is. But just make sure that you're bearing witness to what yeah. the Lord is saying, because there's about a thousand prophets with a thousand words, and they can't all apply to us at the same time. I, I just feel like you, you just really gotta, you gotta really judge and weigh the word. Amen. 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 All right. Hallelujah. Well, go visit Apostle John's website, jsglobal.com. You can visit my website. Listen, I want you to go to awakeningmag.com. I actually haven't officially launched this magazine yet, but you're going to hear a lot of news from me. Awakeningmag.com. You can read the word of the Lord there as well. Think of what else I'm supposed to tell you. I don't remember. Make sure you join the sweepstakes, the mornings with the Holy Spirit. It's the fifth year anniversary of my morning prayer broadcast, giveaway.morningswiththeholyspirit.com. You can win all kinds of free stuff, five years strong, millions of people every year, millions and about 12 million people a year on this broadcast. Wow. Uh, go for it. Get involved with what blesses wow. you. Get on my mailing list, jenniferleclair.org. I'll be in London at the end of January, uh, Singapore. Iceland, London again, London a third time, and in Indonesia. Check me out, jenniferleclair.org. Check out Apostle John, jsglobal.com. Dot org, jsglobal.org. Track with those prophetic words. Send him articles because he's not one to read the news, and I don't want to do it all for him. I, I, I tell him, <laughs> you know what? I know I'm a news person, but yeah, get some people to send you the news. Send him the news. Go read his words. Track with him. He's a, a, a very gifted man of God. Thanks for being on the broadcast with me tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or so into Operation Liberation, our missions arm, at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.